This is the Rise of the Young Podcast, bringing you insights from the most innovative entrepreneurs and influencers of this era. Hosted by 17-year-old entrepreneur, author, public speaker, and branding expert, Casey Adams. Now, let's get right into the show. What up, everyone? Casey Adams here. Welcome to the Rise of the Young Podcast. Today, episode 54, we have Jeff from JR Garage with us here today. And a lot of you guys may know him from his car YouTube channel known as JR Garage. But today, we're going to kind of break down more about the business that he does, how he did it, when he started, and try to just break down his story. So welcome, my man, Jeff. Boom. Thank you so much for having me, Casey. I got to congratulate you on your success with the podcast so far. Some crazy heavy hitters on there. It's always so much fun to listen to them on long drives or just when I'm busy working. So huge congrats. Dude, for sure, man. So number one, bro, before we kind of get into it, I'm sure a lot of people, like I said, know you from your car YouTube channel. Right. Number one, what's your YouTube channel currently at? How long have you been doing it? Yeah, so about, it was in February of 2016, I posted my first video on YouTube. I kind of started as just a fun thing to do. I'm like, you know what? You know, why not post some videos? It's a cool place to host um, just some content for myself. I didn't really think it would be big. And sure enough, after like four months, I had like 20 followers, 10 of which were like friends and family. Actually, probably all of which were friends and family. But I'm like, you know, it's so much fun. I just continued with it. Um, You know, built up steady, very slow progress. We got to 50, then 100. You know, when, I, when I hit 100 subs, I'm like, oh man, this is, this is it. I'm like, Next I'm level. making it. Um, but and then we got to 500, then 1,000. Then by the time we hit 1,000, we, we started to you know, gain some traction really, really well. And then we had the video go viral. And that video is driving my Viper to high school at 17. Crazy reactions or whatever I titled it. So basically that video, one day I drove to school. Um, you know, a note is I always walk to school. I live just a few blocks away. There's no point in me driving. So no one knew I had these cars, like no one. So this one day when I pulled up in a Viper, everyone freaked out. And it was, it's just a super funny video. It got millions of views in just a few weeks and okay. it really took off the channel. So that was like your first viral hit from mm-hmm. YouTube. So for everyone listening, how many cars do you have? Right now, we were just talking about this. I think uh, we're up to like 13 or 14. Okay. And how old are so, you for everyone listening? Uh, 18. 18. So you're so. 18. You're almost reaching your age limit in cars you own. And you oh own my, 14. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, because I know with the YouTube channel, a lot of people know you from that, but I really want to get into like, number one, when people sure. see the YouTube channel, it's like, how do you afford these cars? Right. What got you to that level? You're only 18. So before we kind of jump uh-huh. into everything, just to kind of touch on the YouTube channel so far, you, you've had it for... Around a year or two years, you said? Yeah, so j- just over a year, okay. or almost two years okay. now, I guess. So about two years, and you're up to 800,000 subscribers? Right, you're right. We're, we're almost at 800,000 subscribers on the main car channel, JR Garage, and then we'll get into the JR Business channel yeah. in just a little bit, uh, but that's our second channel. That has a hundred and uh, a little over 150,000 subscribers now, Damn. and then all the uh, according social media accounts with you know tens of thousands yeah. as well. So over a million combined at this okay. point, so awesome. I did not expect that to happen, but it's been a true blessing. It's so awesome. And the impact we've had on the you know young, young crowd yeah. and the young entrepreneur community, what we've been able to give back and inspire is super awesome. Oh, so yeah. it's been so much fun. And just for networking sure. with others. Networking, your favorite yeah, word, bro. For sure. Um, so we've been <laughs> able to network with some. That's how we met you. I mean, yeah. heck, l- yeah. listen to us. Um, Fuck. Jeez. So um, you hit you hit Kieran up, right, yeah. first? Yeah, um, for everyone listening, before we get into this story, 
So Kieran, a lot of you guys know, he hit me up on Instagram. He introduced me to Jeff, and then we've just been homies ever since, traveling, doing stuff, going to car shows. Yeah, you, you came up to a car show that one day. Yeah. I, I vividly remember that day. It was when we just got our Lamborghini wrapped, a pretty crazy design. We said, hey, come up. You, you made the drive. You made yeah. some moves. Got up we there, did. and that, had, that was a legendary day. We it had was, a lot of bro. fun, a lot of fun. It so. was wild. Then we freaking, um, for everyone listening, I went to this car show, and like hundreds of people started running up to Jeff, little kids. I was ah. like, dude, this dude's popping. Everyone's <laughs> running up to you, bro. Come no, on. Bro. Come like, on. <laughs> one person, my boy, Alorik. <laughs> yeah, but so for man, before we, like I said, go into the details, you start on social media, like itself, YouTube, Instagram, like over yeah, a year and a half ago. Under two years That's ago. That's wild. And since then, you've grown And now you have millions followers. of followers, yeah. all car and, enthusiasts. And total views, just for anyone wondering out there, um, I think, geez, we're probably up to over 75 million now, maybe up mm. over 80 million. So we're approaching 100 okay. million page views. So we've had many videos go viral and a, a lot of traction. So. Okay. So before we get out of the car section, what is your favorite car that you own? Oh, that's tough. You, you're asking me to pick, like, my favorite child. You can't be doing that. <laughs> well, but, what is your most funnest to drive? And you can have all right, so three, but... See, the Tesla, my Tesla Model X, P90D, ludicrous. That's like, that's like an all-around car. It fits seven people. Zero to 60 in three seconds flat. Ridiculously wow. fast. Little to no maintenance. Just such a fun car. Futuristic. It's got the Falcon yeah. wing doors. Oh, I wrote yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And then, but if I want to be like loud and obnoxious, we'll take out the Ferrari F430 or the Lamborghini Gallardo. The Ferrari F430 oh, with the straight wow. pipe exhaust. It's it's quite obnoxious <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those, those are the favorite cars. Okay, it's, it's a fun thing. But but cars are really what gave us the motivation to 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 succeed and get where we are. It was always cars. You know, yeah. from a young age, I remember the the first time riding in. Uh, it was like a neighbor, kind of family friends of ours. And he had a 2002 Porsche 911 Turbo 996. And I was like seven years old when I first rode in that car. And from then on out, he also had a Ferrari. He let me sit in it. And I vividly remember that yellow prancing horse. I'll never okay. forget that day. And I, I just said, one day, yeah, one day, I will have my own yellow prancing horse in front of me on That's the wild. steering wheel. And you were and here we are seven? With two, two Ferraris. Yeah, I was seven back then. And so from then, just years. then on, I'm like, it will happen one day. And back then, of course, we had no money. Family had no, like, you okay. know, we didn't come from a yeah. wealthy family, nothing. So it, it, most people look at that, would just laugh and say, oh, no, that's impossible. We got that all the time. And, you know, oh, that's yeah. not going to happen. They just kind of laugh. But it's like, yeah, yeah, one yeah. day. And I want to do it soon. Okay. <laughs> I, don't want this, I don't want this crap by the time I'm 40. Yeah. No. No, I want it by the time I leave high school. Yeah. <laughs> so that, so those see, were, that was your thought process when you were seven. You were thinking about the cars you wanted to mm -hmm. own from your neighbors. Within the next 10 years, say. Okay. And you were seven at the time, and at the yeah. time, what, you were just in school, you weren't doing anything business-wise, like, what was your life when you were seven? Yeah, so, uh, really back then, we, we, we were pretty entrepreneurial since basically day one. Like, around that time period, when I was, like, six, seven years old, we had a lemonade stand, me and my brother. It's basically like a meme now. Yeah. People, people think it's a <laughs> joke, but, you know, really, it's not. Mm -hmm. we, we learned... You know, our, we got our first taste at business, pardon yeah. the pun, but um, we, we really learned about just the basics of business and how to control supply and little yeah. employees, like we were hiring out the neighborhood kids. Neighbor we, for the lemonade stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would actually pay them in snow cones and lemonade, so they'd basically be working for free. We'd give them like, you know, 20 cents worth of yeah. ice with syrup on it for them to work yeah, the yeah. stands. Like, so it was thought. fun and like running our own little thing. And we were making, we were making good money, like over $100 a day. So Ooh, in the first summer... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did it <laughs> wow. for about three years, and we made over ten thousand dollars. Really, three to three to five thousand dollars a summer. Like cash, you guys. Cash had. money, cash money. We okay. got shut down like three times, but we 
<laughs> it was okay. self ID. Cops would show so up. So that was like your first business venture at seven? Right. Actually, that, that started in 2005. So, so you, six years old. So you were six and your brother Chris was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was and eight? For, yeah, anyone listening, when I say we, me, you know, that's uh, uh, my brothers and I. And uh, yeah, so Chris and I were out there all day wow. on this... Lemonade stand, but yeah, went six years old making 5k in the that's summer. Wild. Uh, that's pretty legit. So yeah, but it, but legit. it all rooted back to the fact that we didn't have money. We yeah. wanted nice things, and we weren't going to be handed them. So we figured, okay, well, what's what's left but for us to go out and get them ourselves? Okay. So we said we'll do anything it takes to get to that point. We knew it was going to be a long ride. I was listening, you know, Andy Frisella's podcast. That was fire, by the way, Casey. Thank you. One of my favorite things he said. He says, it's going to take a long time. I think he said it took him like 12 yeah, years. And yeah. he says, with modern day technology, so you can maybe get it done in half, six years. So he's like, you got to be in it for the long haul. And he says, he, he made a great, great point. Everyone idolizes like this, you know, image of, oh, overnight success. I did it in yeah. half a year and just, boom, I have my Lamborghini. But that's not realistic. You want it for the long haul mm-hmm. and you really want the strong foundation yeah. to really be, yeah. you know, successful for decades. Yeah. So that's he said, what, he said, um. You don't. He's like you want it for sure. He's like you don't want it yeah. quick. You want it for sure. Yeah, you don't want it for today and tomorrow. Yeah. You want it. You want it for the long, long yeah, term. So we knew it would take years, and years it did take. I mean, look, it, we've been doing it since, for over ten years now, and our main investment <laughs> from six to sixteen. That's your yeah. first ten. That's yeah, our, our main investment business, which I'll get into in a second here. That that started yeah. in two thousand eight. So that's it's clicking over ten years now. Ten year okay. anniversary. That's wild. Because some people, it's like. Yeah, you started 15 or 17. Like I would say, my kind of breakthrough was like 15. So my 10 years is uh-huh. like 25. But you yeah. started at like six, so your 10 years is yeah. like 16. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, pe- people think it's like unbelievable. You know, they see the age, and yeah. it's it's sometimes hard to believe. You're like, okay, so you're gonna tell me you're 17 and have you know over a dozen cars, and you know, they, <laughs> they a lot of them don't realize it's the last 10 years of work, yeah, and they just you know, a lot of people don't believe at that point. You know, we both get yeah. our haters. I'm sure you get tons. Yeah. Oh, you're young, bro. Yeah. You're verified on Instagram. <laughs> I'm just gonna hate on you real quick. Same it's deal with us. They see the cars. You know, these keyboard warriors are just so quick yeah. to hate, and you know, they just don't want to. Sometimes success, su- like people okay. are jealous of success these days. So. Um, you know, you always bring the hate, but yeah. you know, I always say just, just, just silence them with success. Yeah. You know, that's you know, truth. numbers don't lie. So yeah, <laughs> that's how it works. Okay. So you have more cars than fingers. You said 14 Yeah. <laughs> so with, with that. Obviously a lot of people don't even get to the point where they have one Lamborghini or one Ferrari, right. but you guys, Lamborghini, Ferrari, all these cars and that's awesome. But obviously there's a business behind it that right. you guys have done that you guys have made money with to afford these cars. Right. So for everyone listening, like, when did you really start making the cash to buy your first car, to buy your first – I know that you said you flipped a, mm-hmm. a few cars before you yeah, started yeah, like, yeah. getting a bunch. But, like, what was the backstory, uh-huh. like, to really even get to the point where you have 14 cars? Like, for a lot of people listening, like, even for myself, like, that's just right. attainable. Like, that's another level, you know? Heck? Like, 14 cars, you have a warehouse, not like a two-car, four-car garage. It's a warehouse, right? So, for everyone listening, oh, yeah. like, yeah. how did you first start, like you said, the, your investment business, like – where did that start and what is right, it? Right, right. So the cars were always a driving factor. You know, we will do whatever it takes to get to the cars. So that's what initiated the businesses, yeah. of course. And real quick, just to hit on like our first car, you're probably wondering when that came along. So in 2012, um, you got to keep in mind. So the business started in 2008. For the first four years, you know, we didn't treat ourselves to anything, nothing. We don't have fancy clothes. We don't have Gucci hats. We don't have... <laughs> We don't have like all these Jeez. all these things that some people would go out and splurge on because <laughs> yeah. we were like, 
okay, why get this for three? Same thing with clothing. You know, Kieran and all, all of uh, you know my close friends know that I'll shop at Goodwill and thrift stores every day of the week. Like that's where I'm going to get my clothing. Why go out there and spend forty bucks for a shirt when I can get it for four bucks and reinvest the thirty six dollars I saved back into my business and turn that into. 360 you know 10x that money oh yeah. grand cardone up in here yeah um, so <laughs> so we didn't we for, for those first four years we didn't treat ourselves to anything and that is when we bought our first car it was a 1986 porsche 944 turbo we were big fans of that car um we noticed they were really depreciated the bottom of the depreciation curve we picked that car up for two thousand two hundred dollars porsche age? at what age i was 13 christian was 15 okay i'm in middle school telling my friends i just bought a porsche Although none of them really cared about cars, so they didn't really know what that meant. But uh, little did they know, it was left. It was cheaper than a hunt, like a used Honda so Civic. So two thousand two hundred dollars, right? For so a that's what got us, you know, kickstarted with <laughs> cars. That that gave us the car bug. Yeah. And later, I mean, it's like four years later. Now we we ended up flipping it for nine thousand five hundred dollars. So okay. our first treat to ourselves, we ended up quadrupling our money. Okay. So when we buy cars, we try to make money on them. That's always the goal. We haven't lost money on a car so far. So that's an important. That's an important note. Yes, 14 cars, but they are kind of investments in a way, holding their value, if not appreciating yeah. in value. So we're actually making money from our cars, which okay. is neat. Okay, that's yeah, what's yeah, up. Yeah, so the first so. car, you were 13 when you got your first car. So when did you kind of start generating the cash from your businesses to start getting right. multiple different cars? And for everyone listening, like, what is the main cash flow source that's sure. driving you all this success and cars? Like, what's like... The back end that they Absolutely. would call it from the internet marketing yep. space. So, so I just put the the big picture. I just say like the investment business because that's in simple terms. But in more complicated terms, like I was teaching you at dinner tonight. Yeah. You know, I am a numismatist. Oh, what is a numismatist for the people um, listening? That's just a basically pe- a person who buys and sells or collects co- vintage vintage coins and currency um, or other collectibles. I mean, some other collectibles yeah. for that matter, but mainly old money. So, you know, we always say, like, I make money off my money, and that, yeah. that's really true. So in 2008... It's crazy, everyone. Like you have, Go ahead. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so in 2008, like, you're wondering how it all started. Yeah. Summer of 08, my aunt gave us an Indian head penny. It's worth, like, a dollar. It's pretty... It's a neat... So the penny was worth a dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. start. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so because it was about 100, <laughs> 105 years old at that point. Oh, my god. So I'm like, this is so cool. This is so cool. So when I got home, I started doing research on it. And then I started learning about coins and currency and just old collectibles in general. Yeah. I love old historical items, old documents, things like that. Um, so this kind of got me into the coin, coin realm. So I went to our first trade show, our first coin show to buy some inventory and start our collection. That day, we spent $50, and that was the start of this whole business. $50 wow. we started this business with. And then once we you know, spent a lot of our money and we couldn't afford yeah. to expand our collection, we had to start selling some pieces from our collection. At that point, we, when we started selling them, we turned a profit on them. So we're like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Fundamentals of business. We just turned a profit. We're flipping this thing. Can we grow this, put it on a larger scale, and really turn it into a big business yeah. and build up a clientele? And that we did. So in 2008, I mean, that was a half year. Our first full year in 2009, we started buying and selling every coin we could get our hands on and that wow. we could afford and learning as much as we could. That's yeah. very important. Learn every day. You never know at all, no matter what yeah. business you're in. I mean, heck, you you learn stuff every yeah, day yeah. of the week Especially in your business. social media and Oh, everything. my goodness. Yeah, hearing people's stories. Oh, doing yeah. these podcasts. Yeah. Dude, you learn about so many different sure. industries. And it's awesome that you're interested in hearing about coins and currency. We were talking all night at dinner. Yeah. But um, so 2009, our first full year. Learned a lot, did a lot, met a lot of great mentors and stuff. So that 
that first year we did twenty five thousand dollars in sales. And um, you were I was ten years old. My brother was old. twelve. Okay, so this is before you bought the, the yep. Porsche. Yep. So this was yep. ten years old, twenty five grand a year. Mm-hmm. You and your brother yep. killing it, selling coins. So that was in two thousand nine. This was okay. the downturn of the market, like recession. Okay. Everyone's business. You see bankruptcy things yeah. all left and right. So a lot of people, you know, would make the excuse, "Oh, we're going into hard times. That's why my sales are are, are lacking down." Right, but in 2010, you know, guess what? We did fifty thousand dollars in sales. So you doubled. We doubled it within a year. Guess what we did? During a downturn in, of guess, the economy. Yeah. <laughs> guess what? Guess what we did in 2011? Tripled it. Yeah, just about. We did over hundred thousand dollars in sales. Guess so what? So you we, were at the hundred thousand mark, six figures. You were what? Yeah, but but we made our first one hundred thousand dollars by the time I left elementary school. I was oh eleven years old. Oh my gosh! Do you hear that, everyone? Elementary school, yeah. six figures. This 11 is, this years is next old. level. Yeah, this everyone. is. Th- I haven't even. I, I briefly told this on my YouTube channel, but this is. I I haven't even told this to a lot of people. So this is. This, <laughs> one, this is some real stuff, everyone. Yeah. So hundred hundred k by eleven, and then of course in the next year, what are we on to? Like twenty twelve, <laughs> yeah. from a little over hundred k again down down market. Um, we did over a quarter of a million dollars in sales. And you were now sixth grade. Yeah, this coming is like middle school, eighth grade now. Um, <laughs> and you know, freshman year in high school. Again, we just kept growing exponentially, and we, you know, we just never looked back. We, I was watching this uh, Gerard Adams interview. Yeah. I briefly touched on this at the Vegas Mastermind, and he was interviewing the guys from Movement Watches, and oh, it yeah. was an Jake. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're about to get on the podcast. Oh no you. way! Yeah, no way! Yeah, geez. So, <laughs> man, Casey's killing it. So I was, I was listening to it. <laughs> And Gerard's like, hey, you guys did tens of millions of dollars last year in sales. Um, you know, haven't you guys made it? Aren't you like there? Like, what do you feel? You know, and they're like, no matter how like big we are, even at this moment, we don't feel like, you know, we're there yet. We don't feel mm-hmm. like we're we like we have, we haven't tapped out all yeah. of our like resources. Yet. And I'm just like, that's fascinating that they don't even think they're there yet. And they did yeah. tens of millions. So we're, we were kind of the same way. No matter how big we got, we knew there was more in us. And there's no, that's what I love. There's no limit on how much money you can make yeah, in this country and yeah. in, in entrepreneurship. So why not make more? Yeah. Why not work harder? Why not work more late nights? You yeah. know, that's in middle school. We're up till 1, 2, 3, 4 a.m. and got school the next day at 7 a.m. And maintaining good grades. A lot of people wonder. Yeah, I was about to say, like, what was your school situation like? You made a right. quarter million dollars, sixth, seventh grade. A lot of people are right. just learning algebra. Yeah, a lot. Like, of, a lot of stressing about tests and like. Yep. So, what was before we kind of keep going? Like, briefly touch on like, what was your school life like? Like, that's, yeah. that's interesting to me. That's a big question because a lot of people are like, "Oh, you must not give two craps about yeah. school at this point. You're making more than your entire teacher roster Put combined." Together. Um, <laughs> But the thing is, like, we're just very dedicated and we try hard in everything we do. So school was no exception. All A's, you know, we Damn. we didn't get B's in, in middle school. Every single quarter, every single class each year. A's? A's. Every so single one. you had no one. B in middle school. Like, no, never. not a single one. And high school, <laughs> and these are like hard classes. You know, I'm going into high school, all IB and AP classes. Oh top level math class, highest level I can possibly take. Um, it was legit stuff, you know, physics, IB physics too, all like crazy stuff. (laughs) Never a basic class, always honors, AP, all that stuff. So freshman year, like that was, you came in hot. Yeah. Came in hot. High school. Yeah. Yeah. 4.25 GPA freshman year, 4.3 sophomore year. Um, and I finished out high school with a 4.23 cumulative GPA. Wow. Like top of your class. And yeah, top, top diploma too. Uh, IB Valedictorian? 
no, oh no, no, it wasn't okay. that. I, I was very high at the top. I think my my, my class size was pretty big, like seven hundred. Okay. So a lot to compete okay, with, but yeah. I was up there. I don't uh, know how yeah, close 4. I came. Yeah, four point four is definitely up actually, there. Actually, I don't even think my school published the winners because really? like it's like they were they were Low too key. worried that like. It would make some people oh, feel right. bad or whatever. So that's right. They didn't even publish winners. So I don't know what I was. I was up there. but um, And I graduated with one of the highest diplomas, IB uh, career program. So career wow. focused on business. I picked a field yeah, that yeah. I liked. And they, so they did you take me. like full AP classes all the way through high school? Uh, yeah, IB like full classes. Schedules, since it's IB. Yeah, like full, full schedules. schedules like it was, it was legit. And, you know. Did that interfere with business? Um. Not really. I always I kind of put wow. business first, but school was a close second. Um, yeah, so I mean, you, you start talking 2014, 2015 when we're really getting the big numbers, breaking into the seven yeah. figure marks, and you know, still having to do my English summer assignment. It's like it got hard for me at that point because I'm like, why am I why am I trying so hard? Like, yeah. I need to you know pull yeah. back the throttle on school a little bit, put a little more into business. But something about me couldn't couldn't let school up. So okay, was that you think that's something like? your parents instilled into you or was that um, something like seeing it be just like internally did not make you feel good or not what was it you think you know a little bit of family and parents like the, you know we, we just yeah I'd say a little bit of that but okay. also just I'm I, I like the challenge I don't know I, I love just I'm a workaholic I, throw anything you got at me Oh, and then you throw the YouTube channel on at this stuff. Senior year, oh, yeah. I have two two verified YouTube channels, all this schoolwork, and a multi-million dollar business to keep check. You know, like, <laughs> holy cow. Oh, my God. And this is just, you know, my brother and I, we, we don't have... Yeah, yeah, touch on that. Like, they have no outsourcing, no employees. It's yeah. just you and your brothers. Yeah, and some great friends around us. You know, yeah. we rely on some helpful hands, of course, and, you know, the people we network with. But, you know, there's no, like, Crazy. you know, no... No group of twelve yeah. employees, you know. And the Philippines doing everything for you. Yeah, no, it's, it's all us. It's all it's always hands on. Okay. And, and for like, everyone that doesn't understand, so you have inventory of these coins that you're then selling. Right, right. So because so, I, I feel like a lot of people just don't get like right. the coin business. You know, it's like are you drop shipping? Like you know, what I'm saying people listening might be sure. like, all right, like what? Right, yeah. So what's he doing? You know, so just, I'd love for you to like just touch on that. Uh huh. Yeah. The model of the business. Yeah, because it's a lot different than what a lot of people are doing. These yeah, days. Like, so, way different. Yeah. Like, so many people these days got their, <coughs> excuse me, Shopify stores. You know, drop shipping yeah. things out of China, this and yeah. that. Um. So that's what a lot you know a lot of people are doing. And then I'm over here with you know old collectibles, and they're like, what? You know, nobody's doing it because there's a big learning curve to it. Wow. It takes years and yeah. years and years to learn even a fraction of it. I still don't know it all, and I've been doing it for ten years. But basically, what I do, I travel. The country, oftentimes, you, you always see me traveling. Whenever I travel, I'm always working, so I never yeah. go for leisure. Um, but I'll stop by. Uh, I go to coin conventions, so think you know, uh, like VidCon, but for old, you know, coins and currency. Yeah, and these are all usually tend to be older people. I know exactly. we talked about that. Exactly. So what a delta from like my YouTube work where I'm only hanging out with young people to my real you know work where I hang out with all these 60, 70, 80 year old people. Yeah. I, was, I was telling Casey and Kieran today at dinner, just one of my biggest mentors, John, a uh, local coin shop owner by us. He's, he's approaching 80 years old and he can still kick your butt. He's like sharp as a tack. Oh he drives a Dodge Challenger Hellcat, 707 horsepower. The dude's a beast. He's taught me so much of what <laughs> I know. Wild. And him combined with other mentors in the industry, combined with other mentors in general, um, and that can even be someone like your dad. Like my yeah. dad, um, you know, is very knowledgeable about business. He taught us from a very young age because we were hungry. We were hungry to yeah. learn about business, so we we learned all we could get our hands on through him and, and every other mentor. Okay, that's wild. So for everyone listening, 
I think a lot of people are like high school, college area. So for me, still in high school, when you were coming in high school, like what was your business situation then? Like was it stressful? What were the numbers like? Just so people can kind of understand like where you started when you were like six, seven years old, like the progression yeah. of time, where were you at like in getting, go to, like going in the high school area? Yeah, it's, it's pretty legit because, you, you know, when we're starting, it's just us doing the thing. Yeah. And now five years later, it's a hundred times as much, as hundred times as many orders, a yeah. hundred times as much sales. And it's still just us. Yeah. So that means a hundred times as much time <laughs> in the business. Before and it was like, you know, once every couple of days, once every day for a little you bit of time. Out. Yeah, ship, you know, just like everyone's starting out eBay, you ship five things here, five things there. And now it's like, oh, did you say five hundred things there? Like yeah. it's it's hundreds of things and it's still just us. So it's it takes a toll. Okay. Like I mean, heck, uh, combining with school, you know, you're talking hundred hour work weeks yeah. of school and work and everything. Yeah. It's like I mean, it, it takes a toll, but I I would I wouldn't change it for anything because yeah. when you look at the bottom line at the end of the day and you're like, holy crap, I made twenty thousand dollars a day. It's like, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't change that for anything yeah. in life. So, so and then after we would buy up all this inventory, of course, we would then flip it and sell it as fast as possible, and then you know that's the name of the game, you know, turn and burn. So where would we go to sell? It? A lot of people wonder. Well, everything, just about everything we do is e-commerce. You know, we definitely take advantage of technology. So we have a decent sized presence on eBay, Amazon, you know, now Shopify. We have like two shop, two or three oh, yeah. Shopify's, multiple Shopify okay. stores, um, like Etsy, just any platform where we can sell these collectible items. And then our clientele base them, themselves, you know, we, we can hit up our list of people who we know, okay, yo, Tom's going to buy this coin because this yeah. is exactly what he needs. We have one list and we have our clients reach out to us and say, yo, I need this, this, and this. I'm looking for this for my portfolio. You know, whatever it may be, we, we have a lot of people just looking to build out their investment yeah. portfolio and just sit on this stuff because it tends to rise in value. If you look at the charts over the past few decades, coins, currency, collectibles have uh, had Gone a pretty up. good upswing. So especially with the, you know, everyone, a lot of people un, unsure of the U.S. dollar, a ton of people are investing yeah. in gold and silver. So we've ran into, we've had a pretty good business in that field that's as well. So up. it's been a lot of fun. So that, that's, that's where we insane. sell some of the stuff. Um, but building up the clientele base is really, really important. Okay. We have tens of thousands of, of investors. So yeah. when you say tens of tens and thousands, is that like you have a database full of them or you just know them or what? Yeah, yeah. Database is full and we keep a very personal contact with a lot of them yeah. because it, it, it's pretty often that they say, hey, I'm looking for this, this, and this. Find so they this for me. for certain me. coins and then right, you're like right. the and plug for coins. Yeah, I'm the I'm the Benjamin Kicks or whatever. <laughs> okay, okay. Not for Yeezys, but for coins. A little less cool, but <laughs> okay. I'm okay with it. Okay. Um, because yeah, we scour all these, you know, different conventions, yeah. shops everywhere. We we search the country for these things. So There's we a have lot a, of like movement to go to different things. Yeah. It's, it's not all online. You're building yeah. a store. You're selling it. Like for everyone listening, like he's moving, meeting people, getting out there, networking, building relationships. Like, you're doing the whole entire system. Uh-huh. You know what I'm See, saying? See, yeah, that, that is an important thing I want to touch on. You know, I'm kind of jealous of some of these, you know, drop shipping <laughs> guys who literally do not touch a thing and yeah. just got the money coming in the bank. But I understand that that may be not permanent. You know, like we were touching yeah. on, I want long-lasting. So yeah. I want that clientele base of 30,000 people who I can consistently sell stuff to for years. Yeah. I'd much rather have that. So I'm willing to put in the work now. Yeah. yeah, it's a ton of work like we hit on, but, you know, hey, it's my business. It works. You know, yeah. that's how it is. It's very hands-on. It's very, you know, shipping out hundreds of okay. thousands of things. I mean, okay. we just crossed yeah. over, for those of you wondering, just 
about a year back, we hit over a hundred thousand transactions on like your online platforms that you're selling. Yeah, on. all online platforms. One hundred thousand okay. transactions. Transactions. That's a lot so of meaning we shipped out a hundred thousand things. Hundred thousand packages. And you've personally put on every, every single. Yes, label. sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So That's think wild. about that. So for everyone listening also, I mean, these coins, a lot of people might not even like understand the coin market. Like, What do these coins tend to go for? Like yeah, like the lowest coin all the way to like the highest coin slash collectible right. item that you've uh-huh. sold for. Right, yeah. People are probably wondering what's the what's the average yeah, price of the yeah. coin because 100, 100K transactions, what are they all like? You know, no, but, cents? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the cheapest stuff we do, I mean, we, we try not to get below like a few dollars like yeah. anything less than that's not worth shipping and not worth the hassle a few dollars on the low end but uh so you our buy most... these coins and sell them for a few dollars yeah on the low yeah. end that's just to you know keep a feedback up build yeah. new clients you know yeah. things like that those are kind of lost leaders but um bigger coins i mean they the most expensive coin that's ever sold in america sold for 15 million dollars so for everyone thinking you know that ferrari 250 gto that sold for 20 30 40 mil is so expensive. You're getting a Ferrari. Here you're getting a coin, a little dollar coin for 15 million. So coins can be just as expensive. People underestimate them. It's a big market, multi-billion dollar market. So it's a lot to go around. Um, but the most expensive coin that we've ever bought and sold, people ask me that all the time. I was just telling you, it is a penny. Yes, you hear that right. A one cent coin from 1793, the first penny design ever made in America. It's called the chain cent. Uh, they made very, very few of them. They're extremely rare. This one was in uh, 10 points out of 70 condition. The grading scale goes up to 70, and this was only 10. So not very nice at all. Not very nice. And uh, I paid $10,000 for that coin. So you personally paid $10,000 for a penny. Yes, you heard that right. And I, I remember you telling me, how old were you when you bought a penny for $10,000? Yeah, I was about 12 years old, 12 or 13 <laughs> years old. So you, okay. get, you hear that so right. So you're not going out buying... Clothes, shopping, cashing out, and your Absolutely not. You I, bought a penny for ten grand, and yep, you were happy at twelve. We reinvest all money back in the business, back into inventory. Sitting cash is no good to me. I yeah. want it all. I want a bunch of it in inventory that I can turn and burn for a profit. Um, so I saw this opportunity came up. He he thought I was kidding when I asked to see it and asked for the price, and he's like, "It's ten thousand dollars," or maybe he said eleven thousand. And I okay. said, "You know, how about ten? He thought I was joking, and then I went to the bank, grabbed ten thousand dollars in cash, laid it out, and bought the coin. So you bought this one little penny. Does it come in a case? Like, how do you nope. just, you put this in your pocket and you just walk home from the store? Literally, yes. <laughs> it, it had this little you know plastic holder, which is you know so you don't damage it, but. Um, nothing was guaranteed. It, you know, it wasn't it wasn't third party graded or anything. Nothing. So he gave this dude ten grand or twelve. And I got a penny worth got a three penny. cents in copper. <laughs> That's so, wild. That's wild. So yeah. So you're you're <laughs> probably wondering. Okay, tell me you made money on this. What the heck did you do with it? Do you still have it? No, I do not still have it. Uh, that was way too much money to hold back then. I'm not keeping anything worth that much. So I I reached out to my clientele base. I knew a guy who would be interested in it. Uh, contacted him within a week. I had it sold for fourteen thousand dollars. Wow! So, twelve years old, bought a penny for ten grand, sold it for fourteen grand. That is correct. That's wild. So that's one of like the the bigger transactions that yeah. you've done with coins, right? Yep, that's one of the bigger ones. So okay. anywhere from a few bucks to fourteen thousand bucks. So it all depends, but we do it all. We do all years. We do a lot of different countries. Yeah. We focus on U.S. stuff because that's where our primary knowledge base is. But 
you know, it's, it's so much fun. We have a passion yeah. for it. And that's what we're going to be talking about on one of my uh, business videos is turning your passion into profit. And that's yeah. so important. Do what you love and it'll, you know, it'll never yeah. feel like work. Because you've been doing this since you were six, right? Yeah. yeah. Coins or was yeah. it eight since or nine? Eight or nine. Okay. Eight, eight or nine, nine on the coins. And wow. if, if I had to, you know, like, like what Elon Musk said, if you don't yeah. love it, you're going to like drive yourself crazy with yeah. the amount of work you put in. But since we love it, it doesn't feel like work and it just, yeah, it, it everyone feels amazing. So you say, you usually stay up to like six o'clock at night and like wake up at like 12 in the afternoon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what time is it right now? It's like two. We're recording this podcast. Like, yeah, get the see. time, get the time. Let's check it out. One fourteen a.m. And the date is what? March 25th. Okay. That's when we're so recording this podcast. It's one fourteen a.m. Yeah. I woke up like, I don't know. This is like middle of the afternoon for me. Like I'm like, where's lunch? Because oh. I'll be up till uh, I don't <laughs> know, maybe wild. six or something. I've been grinding on a few different eBay listings the last few nights. One of which I was showing you how it's just popping yeah. right now. We've been able to really get a good feel for eBay SEO. So we've uh, we've we've done a good job in ranking high, and that's very important. We've uh, there's just so many little hacks to know about yeah. eBay. That's why we try to make videos and teaching people all the different things. But you know, having a good picture, having a good listing, yeah. like 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 amazing pictures and listing. Don't just yeah. cheapen out on them. And then, uh, you know, having a just solid offering and voila, and having good SEO and good you're coins. well on your way and having a good clientele base <laughs> and good feedback points. There's yeah. a lot that goes into it. I make it seem easy, but it's uh, it's a process. So much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's so. Up. so before we move on to the next question, I know we were talking about, so high school, you're coming into high school, you're making a lot of money, you're buying cars, yep. and a lot of people tend to say like, yeah, my high school years, I was hanging with the wrong people, I was doing drugs around the wrong people, just not making good choices. I wasn't making a $100,000 by 12, all that sort of stuff. So for you, like, you're in the high school scene, who were you hanging out with? Like, what did your high school life look, look like when it comes to friends or parties? Like, was that something you did or, or what? Yeah, I think what you said there is very true about how, how a lot of people are like, man, I'm, I'm hanging out with the wrong crowd, but, like, I don't know what to do. Like, it's so hard to just cut them out of my life. And I, I think Gary Vee's the one who says it the most. He's just like, people who are bringing you down, straight up cut them out of your life simple. and replace them with people who bring you up. Yeah. Like, it's as simple as that. I was the same way. I'm like... <laughs> Why would I you know, just waste time kind of – it basically is a waste of time if you're just you know doing super crap and it's not advancing you forward. Yeah. I To answer your question about parties and all that stuff, like why would I go to a party when I can stay home and make $5,000? That was, that was kind yeah. of my that logic. Was your, that was your reality though. You know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So – so I, I didn't hang out, you know, I had I had friends in all crowds, basically just people who I associated with, but I would specifically, you know, target and hang out with the people who were at my level or just, or just yeah. the good people to be around. But I didn't have anyone in high school who was like super, super entrepreneurial yeah. or so own their own wolf. business. Yeah, lone wolf in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who was talking about that? Andy. Andy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Andy was talking about that, how he was kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. And he was, yeah, lone wolf. So I'd say we're... We were kind of in that boat when it comes to entrepreneurship. Okay. You know, we weren't like anti-social people. We yeah, still yeah, a lot yeah. of friends. It's just people weren't in the entrepreneur field. I did have one buddy. His name's Hater, if you're listening. Uh, he had a YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, I didn't even realize that until senior year. I, I, I met him in senior year. But he's like, yeah, bro, you need to keep doing YouTube. I think I had like a couple hundred yeah. at that point. Um, and one, one morning I woke up. I had 200 at that point. I woke up with 300 subscribers. I'm like, what just happened? Lo and behold, I learned that he gave me a little shout out to give me a little boost and yeah. that little that little boost, you know, got me just yeah. it just motivates you when you get just 
You get a little shout something out, rolling. Someone's missing yeah. features you on their story. Anything like that. Little shout outs. Yeah, just something to get the ball rolling. So he really helped with that. So, you know, he, he's, he's one guy. But it, it's, a, it's an unfortunate reality. You know, our generation, a lot of people, I hate to say it, are lazy. But it, it's, it's a sad truth. Like, yeah. that's just how it is. So yeah. many people just fit into the mold. Man, you start talking mold. Oh, my goodness. You go to high school. You go to college. You work your 9 to 5 job. And then you're a slave for the rest of your life. Okay, maybe that's a little hard terms, but no, 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 uh, that's the truth. That's the truth. I mean, obviously, there's a few barbecues and cookouts and kids along the way, but right. I mean, in reality, that's the mold li- they put on you from a young age. Exactly. And living close to DC, I see it on the metro every time. I like every time I take the metro into DC during like rush hour, the people yeah. look like zombies. Yeah. They're just they're just so miserable. I feel like, and I'm like, dang, there's another way. Like, there's another way, and not enough kids are yeah. taking that route, breaking the mold, and that leading into JR Business is why we started our second YouTube channel called JR Business. And if JR Garage wasn't enough inspiration and motivation yeah. for young people to get out there and set their own path and say that anything is possible yeah. no matter what situation you're in, that's why we went ahead up and set up JR Business yeah. solely for entrepreneurial content. And I feel like there would be like two types of listeners, people that would just watch it, get entertained, move on, and then people mm-hmm. like watch it, get entertained, like wait, like, how do these kids have yeah. 12 cars in this garage and, like, they're just, like, happy. They're just doing their thing. Exactly. It's called life. And, like, I feel like that, is that, like, I mean, like, were you getting questions like, hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? Oh, yeah. like, was that, like, a core purpose of starting that channel? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just, at that point, I was like, okay, I can make more money. I can buy another car. Like, yeah, that's all great. But And then I started to say, you know, no, I need to like share what I'm doing. I need to motivate others. I need to help others who were maybe in my position yeah, of, okay, yeah. um, you're flat broke, you don't have money, but you want nice things. I mean, that's everyone's, yeah. I feel like that's a lot of people's goal. Yeah. Andy was talking yeah. about it, how his, his dream goal was to own a Lamborghini. Own a Lamborghini. That yeah. was mine. Um, that's mine too, everyone. So just showing people <laughs> that there is that other route. And that is why um, we set up that channel just specifically okay. for that. And it's, it's like I said, at a little over 150,000 subscribers, we post all sorts of content on there. You, you're in a couple videos. Yeah, we're about to do one Kieran's right after this video. podcast. Yep, yep, yep. Jaden's in a video. Yeah. It's so fun. We do interviews. We talk just various entrepreneurial things. Yeah. Um, we, we've been talking a little crypto stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, because a lot we, of crypto stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, quite a bit. <laughs> we've, had, uh, we've had some big wins in that. And the thing with crypto is we were looking on YouTube like when we were starting too, and we're like, okay, everyone, you know, no offense to the older guys, but a lot of people are like 30, 40, 50 years old or older. And I was like, man, that's so like unengaging. Like where's the young faces and, and you know, where's something more than just a, a, a screen, yeah. a screen recording. Cause they're all just screen recording showing yeah, big charts. Yeah. With your little box. head. Yeah. Exactly. The, the corner. So I'm like, there's gotta be a different way. So when we started some of our crypto videos, we, we specifically made them not boring and engaging. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we mixed a little car content, mixed a little young vibes into it. And that's why the, um, you know, crypto stuff took off so much. Yeah. And are we the best experts when it comes to crypto and teaching crypto? Absolutely not. We don't ever claim to be. We just share our knowledge with others and we, we talk about like our tutorials and how to do things and pr- try to put them in simple, fun terms. So that's yeah. why it's taken off so much. It's been that's a lot of fun. Up, bro. That is crazy. So for everyone listening, you graduated high school last year, Yeah, correct? So you graduated high school last year <laughs> mm-hmm. and I know that you just touched on schooling. So you're not going to college. How does that look like right now in your life? Yeah, I'm, I decided not to go the college route and when the teacher... Is it like permanent or is it like... Uh, I, 
It it could be permanent, for a while. I see. It's, it's, it's permanent. <laughs> oh man, I I don't see any futures going immediately back to college. Okay. And it's it was at that time where everyone's all getting their acceptance letters Ooh. and telling their teachers, "Oh my gosh, Miss Dixon, I just got ex- accepted to UVA Is that a real or teacher? something." Yeah, actually, that's my <laughs> business teacher. Shout out to you, Miss Dixon. Um, <laughs> business was a fun class, man. Okay. I love my favorite class. class ever. I mean. Um, you know, no high school business class is going to teach you really the, the street smart aspect of business, but you can learn a lot of the technical stuff, yeah. which which I need a little help with because I was yeah. doing a lot of street business stuff. I was really good with, you know, my own thing. But, you know, the technical um, BCG matrix diagrams and all these I'm things and Microsoft cash flow Word. charts, you know, yeah. all that stuff. So I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but But like I was saying, so everyone was saying which colleges they were getting into and then all my teachers knew that I was a really good student. They're like, where are you going, Jeffrey? I'm yeah. like, um, um, I guess I'm not going to college. I guess I'm just doing the business route. But they knew what I had going on, so they understood. But it was just an interesting time where everyone was going to college. At, like everyone, yeah. all my friends are in college. And then here I am breaking the mold. Like like we said, breaking the mold. There's the different route. There's that pathway for entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah okay. So for everyone listening, I would like to ask, like, do you have, like, core characteristics or like daily things habits things you always write down that you mm. consistently do whether that be like a little hey like i stay up till six are you a night owl is that your thing or what do you have what's like your daily tips or tactics that you personally have used that have you yeah. noticed have helped you yeah i was i saw how you asked andy that the other day and he, he was like he gets on his phone he writes down his goals yeah. you know or he says like what he's thankful for he yeah. hits the gym yeah. i don't have any like specific procedures throughout the day because it's kind of different every day maybe one day um yesterday geez i've been going all over the place yesterday i was up at a convention a couple hours north um buying some more inventory uh that was a busy day and then today first day back i was shipping out a ton of orders from the inventory yeah. i just bought making sales yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> big 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 sales today was a lot of a lot of orders going out like, like 17 pennies it was crazy <clears throat> yeah <it's laughs> a, i tell you man big big day um, but no, no crazy like procedures. Yeah. It's different every day. But okay. night owl for sure. Like you said, I get so much work. Uh, I was telling Karen this the other day. I get so much work done between midnight and like five a.m. because no one else is awake. Like no one's yeah. bugging me on my yeah. phone. Okay. You, YouTube That's notifications aren't going on. Shout out to my boy on. Anthony Bose. Heck yeah. Anthony like, does that. He's an artist. Go check him yeah, out. It's like it's like it's literally like I'm in my own little peaceful place. Like just no one, no distractions. Cause phones are so distracting uh, and I'll video games. Holy Fortnite. Can we talk about that? God lock. I'm a, I'm a smash some of these Fortnite computers. <laughs> on my friends like, Oh my God. Fortnite. If you I, play Fortnite and you're listening to this podcast, let me know. We got something to tell you guys. Oh my goodness. So, uh, yeah, I just don't mess around with those like addictive. Yeah, yeah. Cause it, your phone's so addictive. It literally is. So I just sometimes slide it away. And yeah, I'm in my too. peaceful place grinding out hard so night out so, i just work like crazy at okay. night i work crazy all so it's just day. like hard effing work every single day yep like, and then, no days off like what's your thing on that like do you have like, oh, like i have some no. people that's like on sunday i kind of chill oh, out no. it's just heck like no. do you get lost about like what day it is usually oh uh, yeah 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 a lot, a lot of times okay. i'm like wait what day is it oh it's a sunday mail doesn't collect today okay. maybe some days on sundays no but sundays are the days i go film uh jr garage and jr business okay. content so literally so just, there's no it's stop funny to though, work like I'm just assuming that's like it doesn't really feel like work. You're just doing your thing, looking at things you love, shooting your videos, driving your cars. Like, how, yeah, how can it feel like work when yeah, you're traveling the world, taking <laughs> spontaneous adventures, riding in cool cars, taking private jets places? Like, 
it's it's amazing. It's more than I could have ever asked for in life. So it never ever feels like work a day in my yeah, life, even though cool it is thing. work. That yeah. is work. Yeah, for sure. So I want to touch on this. I always ask people like. With your phone, are you the type of person that you wake up, go to your phone, or what do you do when you wake up? Like, what's like the first um, ten to fifteen minutes usually look like? I oftentimes check my phone because I gotta know what orders came in. Then, okay. Uh, talk about making money in your sleep. Oh, that is my favorite thing. I've talked about it a few times. Just, just the feeling of making money in your sleep, which is oftentimes only possible through entrepreneurship, is the most probably one of the most amazing feelings ever. Yeah. Like when you wake up and there's a thousand more dollars sitting in your account. It's amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, it's just being done in your sleep while you sleep. Yeah, making doing, money in your sleep. Yeah. Uh, 24-7 making money. So I always check the orders, see what come, see what came in, see yeah. what I have to write up, you know, ship out, pick the orders. Um, we're always try to reply to some DMs and Snapchats. Okay. Like uh, you were talking about it. Engage. Oh, holy crap. Engaging. Engaging yeah. with your followers is the number one thing you can do, like with your personal brand. I mean, yeah. you, you can attest to that. Like, yeah. if you don't have a story that they can connect to, and if you don't engage with, you, you know, I replied up. Oh my God, hundreds, thousands. Just like you know, uh, Gary and Andy. Like all yeah. these people are super big on social media, and they actually care Drama. about you. We've yeah. had dinner yeah. with him tonight. Exactly, exactly. The second you show that you care about your followers you'll just get tenfold yeah, back. Like yeah. that's the amount of DMs uh, on, uh, the amount of Snapchat replies I've gotten. Oh my God, you responded. You're the only YouTuber on public that I have. And I'm like, why, why isn't everyone yeah. on public? Like yeah. why wouldn't you want to communicate with your fans? So that's so big. That's so big. I love it. I love okay. it. Okay. So do you think you spend a lot of time like daily, like whether that be five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, like on social media, getting back to people that follow you, you'd say? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyone who shoots me a DM, I always try to get it. You know, yeah. like you, you, we get yeah. hundreds. It's I hard. Try, yeah. It's I hard. Like, I have so many right now. Yeah, we oftentimes try our best. So yeah, I'll, I'll spend you know just a little chunks so when I need a break and when my eyes can't keep focusing yeah, on little tiny coin. coins, I just need to check out my phone, just take a little okay. little breather. I'll do that. So okay. that's important. Well, dope. So we talked about coins. We talked about cars. We talked about school. We talked about social media. So when it comes to like. I don't want to say your daily routine, but just like your your flow of work. Like, I just want to kind of pull like a tactical piece of advice for everyone listening. Like, is it you try to silence your phone? Like, just what's something tactical that you use that maybe people want to experiment with? Maybe people would like say, hey, I do that as well that you do when you're Lit- working. Literally taking your phone and chucking it to the other side of the room. Like, I've done that a few times now. I will just, I'll just take my phone, either turn it off or something, and I'll just go slide it to the other end of the room so I can't even see it. That's wild. But like, so much of my work is on my phone. Yeah, I get that. But yeah. oftentimes, I just need to hunker down, um, get to work. But but literally, just the big distractions, the video games and all that stuff, like, please, oh my God, just that, that's not. like, yeah, number one thing, like, <laughs> limit it, limit it, set a yeah, timer, yeah. you know, little bits are okay, I get it, things are fun to do, but, yeah. but the second you're playing... Uh, Fortnite for 12 hours. That's unless 12. you're like pro. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're making money on Twitch now. <laughs> dude, this no is hate dude making like half a million know, a month bro. playing Fortnite. Talk about jealous. I'm, I'm so <laughs> jealous of them. Holy crap. Um, but that's that, well, passion that's, on profit, like you talked about. <laughs> that's the thing. I shouldn't use the word jealous because I'm always happy for them. That's the thing with like entrepreneurship and us, our, our community. I'm never like, oh Envious. dang, oh dang. Casey just made 10k today. What can? Oh man. Yeah. I'm always like. Boom, Casey made 10K today, Kieran made 5K. I'm, I'm just happy. I'm yeah. thrilled. I'm like, how can I level up? It motivates me to yeah, yeah, yeah. work harder. So no hate on the Twitch streamer. They are making mad money and they are killing it. 
Yeah. But to anyone who's not a famous Twitch streamer making half a million on uh, Fortnite, that 12 hours <laughs> that 12 hours you play Fortnite today. Yeah. That was 12 hours I just got ahead. So, they're just they're just putting themselves behind. Like I'm That's getting ahead. Every hour you play Fortnite, I'm getting ahead with business. Yeah. So, I don't want to give up an hour of my time for somebody to get an hour ahead. Heck yeah. no. That same thing with sleep. I get a little sleep cuz, you know, if yeah, I'm What's sleeping, your average like Sleeping per day, like how many hours you sleep per night? I think that's super interesting. Yeah, I like mean, average. Yeah, see, I'm one of the people. I'm not like, who do we know that gets like no sleep? Was it Jaden? Jaden was Jaden Gross. Well, Jaden, if you're listening, he said he usually trying to get like six, five, There's, six. Oh, seven. R- Ricky, Ricky, my buddy Ricky Gutierrez in uh, Phoenix. He's like, yeah, I'm chill with like three or four hours a night. I'm like, That's God, wild. I just can't do that. My body to function, maybe since I'm like growing so fast, guys, I'm yeah, like, like six, six yeah. for you, for anyone not, six, who doesn't know. Six. I don't know. My I'm body. Like five, six for everyone that doesn't know. My body needs like, <laughs> my body needs like it's, it's at, at least six hours or something. Okay. But the other night, you know, I'm in my like up till four or 5 a.m. sleep schedule. So I went to bed at four and I had to get up at seven for the big convention up yeah. in uh, uh, Baltimore. So. Nah. It really depends. Yeah, yeah I, I'll, I'll put sleep behind business anytime yeah. I need to. Stay up all day, so like, whatever. Cool. But, but yeah, no, no fixed number or anything. So, okay. boom, boom, boom. Okay, so I have like two more questions. Number sure. one, networking. So like, obviously, in your business, oh, it's kind of different essential. than sending DMs. Like for me, I can DM people. For you, it's like you're building a network. You're building a, like you said, a clientele. Always networking, traveling. What's your thoughts on networking? How is it important it has it been for you? And just kind of what's your entire mindset on it? Yeah, networking is 110% essential to anyone listening out there, no matter what you're doing. If you're going down the path of entrepreneurship, fantastic. Network with other entrepreneurs in your area. Network with other people over social media. Um, if not, you're just getting so, so far behind. So like like you're saying with my industry, it's a, it's a little different. I don't yeah. shoot people DMs to talk <laughs> about coin. Like, no. They fly you out. Because, you know, some of my mentors and the people I network with are like I said, in their 60s, 70s, 80s. So they don't have Instagram. Yeah. But, um, well, they need but, to. Tell them to hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> hit you up, yep. Um, uh, so, of course, they're older. They don't use it. But it's still so key with making connections in the industry. That's why I always go to trade shows. Always introduce myself. Hey, 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 I'm You're this. You're in the spot you know, where they are. Always, yeah, go to where they are. Go to where they Anything in life. Yeah, that's so true. At least, like, I don't know, at least once a month, you should be going to some... It doesn't have to be flying cross-country to come to a Vegas mastermind. It can be in your local city. There, I guarantee you, there are entrepreneurs and people yeah. that you can network with. If you go to a, like the W Hotel, <laughs> talk to someone that's on their laptop. They may be doing business. They may be not doing business. But like, just be around people that are oh my in gosh. a good environment. Ask them questions. Meet someone new. You know, 100%. like That's how I would say it's like, you just ask someone. Whether that be you're about to leave for a flight mm-hmm. or wherever, going to the library. Just Yep. Have conversations with people yep. that lead to something. And like there's so and, many stories like, like that. Yeah. Oh, so many crazy stories. Like Andy said, they're willing to help you. We're all in this together. I love how oh, you said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We are all in this together. We're all going the same place. We were once there. Gary Gary was once a twelve yeah. year old just learning yeah. about business Baseball and somebody cards. had to help him. Exactly. Oh, the flip chop. I I love Gary for being so adamant on flipping things yeah. and making money. There's so much money to be made out there, guys. Anyone who's listening, this day and age is an incredible time to be alive as an entrepreneur. Yeah. The best time to be alive. There's so many ways to make money out there. It's crazy. But um, everyone starts somewhere. Yeah. So you, just like how we help people younger than us just starting, you know, because when yeah. we were younger, people helped us. And yeah. everyone is in it together. There's very few, you know, 
very few mean people in this industry yeah. from from our community. Everyone gets along. Everyone's so nice. Everyone's down to help young entrepreneurs, no matter what level you're Literally. at. Literally, no matter what level you're at, even on YouTube. Like, if you want to collab with me, if you want to meet me, great. I, I don't care if Hit you have a hundredth of the amount of followers that I have. Yeah. I literally do not care. It's it's we're all in this together. Yeah, yeah. And everyone listening, all of his social media, Instagram, YouTube, websites, everything will be down in the description. So you won't have to oh, try thanks, to get bro. get all the information what he's saying. But yeah, all the links will be down below. But last question. So you're twelve years old, you're killing it, you still are killing it. Graduated high school, now you're chilling. I don't always like to ask, like, all right, so what is your next three, six months, twelve, five years look like? Mm. But like from your perspective, like What's like the next thing for you, or what, where do you see yourself in the next three mm. months, six months, eighteen months? Yeah, that's, yeah, I, I yeah. feel like that's a better time frame. Yeah. Like what, what Ty always tells me, like you don't want to look too far, but like right. six, twelve, eighteen months. What I love is that we are all still so young in the grand scheme of things. Eighteen. <laughs> so young. You look at, I mean, some of these big CEOs who are you know young at in their high twenties or early thirties, and everyone's like, man, they're killing it at such a young age. What the heck? Look at us. We're, we're 17, 18, 19 years old, and we're already you know crushing it as much as we are right now. So <laughs> it, it's absolutely amazing in that, that regard. But in 18, 18 months, man, I mean... It's like a year and a half. That's like since... That's like 18 months. You go 18 months in the past, I, we didn't have over a million followers. We didn't have all these different revenue streams. So 18 months in the future, I really want to build the YouTube pages... I really want to. JR Garage over a million alone would be yeah, great. You know, yeah. JR Business over that a quarter plaque. million. Yeah, that would that would be amazing. I really want to keep building. You know, the Instagram pages, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, I want to start doing some more events and like speaking at some places. Like that Vegas Mastermind. Mastermind yeah. was awesome to be on the panel with you guys and just talk business because um, you know a lot of people can resonate with people's stories. Yeah, and a lot of people can resonate with mine. I guess. And it, yeah, it's, I know. Sure. Isn't this like one of the first like. People. You don't tell your story a lot. It's like this is one of the first interviews. This is the first p- podcast I think I've Ooh, ever done. This is, dude. But it's good to be with you, Casey. That is dope. Legendary podcast. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to be the first uh, here first with anyone else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, man, it, it, it's like I said, just an awesome time to be live. And I don't want people to make excuses. I think we just let's touch on that as a final note because yeah. too many people say because of this, because of that. Because I'm from here, because I have these as my parents, because I have this yeah. much money in my bank account, I can't do this, this, and this. And you just have to take that, bundle it up in a little ball, and chuck it out the window. Like, straight up. Everyone <laughs> has their story. Great. Everyone has a story. I had my story. My parents were $300,000 in debt when we started our businesses. You know, like, verge of losing everything. everything. Yeah. Like, literally. It's not like we were at zero. We were broke at $0 in the bank. No, we yeah. were negative $300,000 in the bank. So imagine that position and yeah. saying, hmm, yeah, I still want a Lamborghini by the time I'm in high school. It's like, what are you talking about, kid? Like, So to go over the next 10 years, pay off all those debts, you know, so make that was a sure priority. My, I, you didn't touch on that at all. So like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a priority for you to yeah. make money young. Get out of the hole. Yeah, you're we, helping your parents yeah, in particular. Absolutely, yeah. When I remember in 2008, nine when it was really bad, downturn, dad's company went to nothing. You know, we had the house payment. Like, we could not afford it. Yeah. Like, but me and my brothers got together and we put that's, in the money to pay the mortgage when we were under like less than 10 years old. Like, crazy <laughs> stories like that. That's so you know, dope. yeah, I touch on them every once in a while to show people, like, look, there you go. Like, it's possible. Yeah. I, I went through crap too. But then again, like I said, we all have our story. We all have our hold back. And everyone, no matter what, 
someone always has it worse. So don't think you have it like worse, like yeah. the worst case scenario. No, yeah. you don't. Somebody always has it worse. Don't make excuses. If you're listening. You have. You can hear. That's that's a plus. You got ears. Yeah. <laughs> someone can't hear. They can't mm-hmm. listen to a podcast. And you can start in, in amazing ways. Oh, I can't start a YouTube channel. I don't have a DSLR, and I, I just can't do it. I need at least two thousand dollars. Heck no. I started my YouTube channel with a used two hundred dollar GoPro that I got on Craigslist and started making videos. Yeah, and I still only have two GoPros and one G Seven X point and shoot camera. And still shops at Goodwill. Is that right? Still shops at Goodwill. Yes. Yes. Let's go. I I will (laughs) never buy a two hundred dollar shirt. I let's see the outfit. Oh, dang it. They can't see. They can only listen. Right? <laughs> I, got, I got a dope Italy shirt on from Goodwill. That was $2. I got that in Montana. That was dope. Garage merchandise. I, I got some socks from Walmart. These pants are from Goodwill. I printed my own hoodies. So, you know, I'm making money on the merch. So, things like that. It's like... That's that's a fact, everyone. No like, excuse, that is a big just fact. No excuses. Grind it out. Like, um, run lean and mean. And just... Do it. That's a fact. Just do it. Nothing is holding you back. And you literally do not need much of anything to get started. Especially in today's day and age yeah. with e-commerce or anything. Yeah. Karen started his business with $50. You started yeah. your Instagram for free. Like, yeah. yeah. I started my things with $50. $50 into a multi-million dollar company in under yeah. 10 years. It's going to take It's going to take that time. That is time though. 10 years. It's going to take that years. Is- it's going to take years. It's going to take an unbelievable amount of work and commitment. What, that's what you got to realize going into it. It's you're gonna work harder than you ever commitment. have in your life. Commitment. Is you're gonna it? you're gonna put in more effort than you have ever in your life. But hey, you may make more money than you ever have in your life, and that's that's the risk you take Ooh, in fact. this journey of entrepreneurship. That's a fact. So to oh. wrap it up, everyone, like I said, all of his links to the YouTube channel, Instagram page, multiple YouTube pages will be down below. Make sure you go check them out. Let him know that you came from the podcast. But one more thing before we wrap up, if mm. you had to just kind of describe yourself in like one word characteristic that like really mm. defines you what would it be um when i was younger you know i would always just say you know entrepreneur but to what to, is that? What to is this that audience well entrepreneur someone who someone who takes an incredible amount of risks and you know in search of that ultimate goal and that ultimate goal and journey to success. Yeah. Oh, now what does success mean, you wonder? And success is different <laughs> for everyone, I think. Yeah. Uh, my aunt taught me at a young, super young age. She's like, success is health, wealth, and happiness. Not the health, wealth, love, and happiness. I know Ty I and Forbes that. and all them are adopting that, or maybe they have been believing that forever. But when I was younger, before they were around, my aunt always said that, health, wealth, and happiness. And I always stuck to that. And I'm like, you know what? If I can be healthy, if I can be happy, happy is big. Money doesn't, yeah. money doesn't mean happiness. So if you can be happy through the people around you, what you're doing, satisfied with your ongoing legacy, it's what you leave here on earth when you're yeah. gone that really matters. So, um, Like this podcast. Yeah. yeah. This podcast Shout will be out there to the people listening in 2,137. <laughs> yeah, Woo! let's go. I, that's, that's pretty crazy to think about, dude. Our, <laughs> our, our stuff that we're uploading now Literally. is public and permanent. It'll be there forever. <laughs> so that's some crazy stuff. But... Yeah, everyone's vision of success is different. Mine is that, like I said. But if your vision is to lose 50 pounds, is it to be able to bench 300 pounds, or is it to be the next president of the United States? It's different for everyone. But I always urge people to achieve, to you know, chase after their their desired level of success. Okay. Not somebody else's. Be true to yourself. You do you. They do they. Like, yeah. like you just got to be yourself. Facts. Find your own. <laughs> find your own desired level of success. 
and uh, never give up. Never give up on it. That is what's up, man, dude. So everyone listening, this was a long podcast. If you stay to the end, I really appreciate you. Make sure you share this episode. This is, dude. This is like my favorite, one of my favorite episodes, bro. This like, was a lot factual. Of fun. This is like this is my longest podcast. We set a record. Oh, let's this do is, it. We're, we're at an hour and one minute. So if we you're listening, broke the hour mark. If you're listening, yeah. thank you for taking your hour of your day, your night, your drive, whatever it is. And literally just listening to us talk, it was super dope. I'm glad you could be a part of it. But make sure you subscribe. We have episodes dropping two to three times a week. Just Bangers stay coming on up. the uh-huh. stay on the lookout. And for that being said, thanks so much for listening. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.